are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast. Look to the sky, ladies and gentlemen. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Regular Guys Podcast. Back again for another episode. Episode 15. We thank you guys so much for joining us again on this beautiful Monday morning. Um, allowing us to flow through your speakers, uh, be seen on your computer screens, phone screens, whatever you're uh, joining us from this morning. We thank you so much. As always, I am your host, Matty Ice, uh, joined by Blake Carr, a.k.a. 21 Reasons. Blake, <laughs> tell the people what is up, man. What is good, y'all? What's good? You know, beautiful day. You, see, you, you thought I, I forgot about the 21 reasons. 21 reasons. I 21 reasons. For, for those of you who don't know, Blake's a Colts fan. Uh, 21 reasons not. was Mr. Vontae Davis, who retired during halftime in the Bills game. But hey, you know, I'm also here with your favorite, our favorite, Jake. Jake, tell the people what's good, man. What's up, guys? Great week. Happy to be back. Um, I'm excited for the show. A lot happened today before the show even started especially on the nba side but uh we're gonna get right into it and we're excited for the show yeah man we have it is a jam-packed topics list show for you guys today Um, starting off with our themes everyone's who has gone to high school whatever the case is you've always had those class superlatives at the end of the year best dress most likely to succeed stuff like that so we've done our own version of that. Uh, we'll go through those, uh, see who each and every one of us, of us pick. Um, as we mentioned, so much NFL training camps are underway. So much off-topic news to, to get into. Guys got paid. Guys want out. Rogers clears the air. And uh, again, we will continue on with breaking down division by division. Uh, this week, we will be attacking the AFC South which is why our guy Blake is here to help us uh, break down the Colts as a Colts fan himself, which means I'll be taking another team, but Hey, I'm glad to do so. Uh, We'll be (laughs) continuing on with the NBA and the same, keeping our theme of class superlatives and man, Oh man, did the NBA finals end, but the NBA off season has begun and man, did it start off with the bang. So many trades have happened. The NBA draft is going on right now as we speak, as we record this episode on a Thursday uh, night. So, hey, hopefully some news can drop as we're recording this. Hopefully something big, nothing uh, too small, like, I don't know, 15th guy on the roster of the Trailblazers. I don't know, who knows. But, hey, you're here. We're here. Let's get into it. Class superlatives. So, before this, I don't know about you guys. Have any of you guys won a class superlative in high school? Uh, not high school, but okay. uh, middle school I did. Okay, what'd you win? Uh, class clown. Class clown, I like it, I like it. Like you said, you didn't win one? Nah, man, I just showed up. Dang, bro. They should have been happy I was there. That means you kind of win. He's like, I'm here, so I won't no. get fined. <laughs> I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Uh, I, won, I won two of them. Um, and Caleb, if you're listening, we won the same one in high school. Uh, so I won best smile in high school as uh, my senior year. Caleb also, who's a regular has been on the show multiple times. He also won uh, best smile, I believe, uh, courtesy of Dunbar high school. So 
we are going to get into our class superlatives. Uh, we only have six, five for you guys today. So as we're reading through these, you guys think in your head who you feel um, would be on your list for these superlatives. So our first one, and we'll start off with guest first. Uh, Blake, most likely to win MVP. Who do you got? I got Giannis again. For the NFL? Oh, we're talking NFL. My bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all right. See, regular guys, hey, this is what we do, man. This is what we do. It's all good, man. (laughs) It's all good. Um, I looked down, I said, oops. Oh. Oh, if we're talking um, NFL, um, sad to say, you got got to put Tom Brady in there. Pretty boy Tom. Okay, okay, I like like it. it. Jake, who you got? I just... So I'm going to pick Mahomes, and I honestly don't think the Chiefs are losing a game this year. I think they're going to go undefeated, and I think they're going to make a run to the Super Bowl again. Uh, yeah. Mahomes is coming out with vengeance. Like, that's it. Like, it's it's yeah. it's going to be bad for teams against the Chiefs this year. And ironically, that is the exact same person I chose. I agree 100%. They've revamped the offensive line um, to – Oh, big time. They added Joe Thune. Joe Thune traded for um, Orlando uh, Brown. They, yeah, I mean, the the Kyle Long pick, I mean, he's coming out of retirement, so you still got to see, but, you know, it's still something. It's better than what was out there. Even if um, it's his depth piece. Yeah, depth so piece. Jesus. Some, some, still, some good, solid <laughs> Kind of like Mike there. Tyson out here. Our next superlative, <laughs> most likely to lead the league in rushing. Jake, who you got? Um, it's really hard to go against Derrick Henry because um, he did it last year. But I think CMC is going to come out with some fire this year. Um, a lot of people disrespected him because, you know, he got hurt a couple times last year. But everybody was hurt with no training camp, so you can't really blame him. So I, I think I'm going to go CMC. Okay. Blake, who you got? Uh, I'm biased about it. So, you know, I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. I like that pick, though. And I'm biased because I chose Jonathan as well. I was going to go Dalvin Cook, and I probably put him as 1B. But the fact that, you know, me and Blake both saw Jonathan Taylor kind of get yanked multiple games and still put up 1,300. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Jonathan Taylor is going to have a year. Yeah, I think so. It's Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Good thing. He's fight with some reps. (laughs) Uh, our next class superlative i kind of struggle with this one most likely to be a draft bus i'm gonna go first i struggle with this one i'm still kind of struggling with this one chicago fans you might not want to hear this i'm gonna say justin fields (laughs) and this is why i'm struggling i can't really give you an answer it's just a a gut feeling that's all i can tell you it's just a gut feeling um, why? I'll leave it at that. I don't. I'm not. I don't know, man. It's just. I feel like the writing is on the wall. I feel Nagy gets fired. Uh, Peace, the GM, Pace, whatever. I think he's gone too. And I just think that whoever goes in there is it's one of those situations where they didn't draft Fields. So, I mean, I honestly hope I'm wrong. Justin Fields, we know you listen to the show. Prove <laughs> me wrong, man. Prove me wrong, big time. Uh, Jake, who you got for big? Uh, most likely to be a draft bus. Um, 
I have Gregory Rousseau for the Buffalo Bills. Um, the reason cool. why I picked him, there's a lot of people questioning his um, work ethic. Yeah. Everyone said he was super lazy. And Buffalo, the fans, very quiet, but very loyal. Yeah. And if you don't come up to show, if you don't come up to play, they will let you know. So I think he's gonna, he, he might be a bust. Uh, Blake, who you got? Uh, I took the easy way out. I took two players. And uh, I had to go quarterback. So I went Trey Lance and then Zach Wilson. Oh. And Zach I- Wilson was my other one. But I, <laughs> I want to give New York the benefit of the doubt. And I feel like they finally got it right. So that's the reason why I didn't go with him. Matt, look at me right now, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Moving on to – oh, wait. Oh, no, you gave us our your other one, Trey Lance, too. I can see that oh, one. I yeah. can see that one. Yeah. Uh, you moving, can't be running over everybody. Yeah. No, nah, I get you. I get you. Uh, moving on to our next one. Team most likely to go from first to last. Hmm. Jake, who you got? Uh, if Mike was here, he'd be very upset. Um, but oh, I'm gonna pick the Ravens. I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Everyone loves their wide receivers, but again, Sammy Watkins shows up for the first week of the NFL season, then he's hurt like three or four times between week two and week fifteen, and then all the other wide receivers are unknown. Yeah. So and we still don't know if Lamar can handle throwing to only Marquise Brown. I like it. Blake, who you got? Uh, I went to the NFC at least, you know. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Skip Bayless, you know. <laughs> they be talking about it all the time. But Washington cannot go first again. They like That division is terrible anyways. I'm sorry if people like that division. But um, I got like the Giants probably go number one in that division. And then the Cowboys, like maybe two or three in Washington, will go back to last. Yeah, my team who I have going from first to last is the Seattle Seahawks. And that is because Ooh. Matt Stafford has entered the chat and has given them a true quarterback to go along with the bona fide studs they have on the defensive side as well as on the offensive side. Obviously, last week we touched on the Cam Akers injury. Um but that's who I have as my uh, like first it. to last. Um, and for our last one, coach most likely to get fired during the season. So this is not Black Monday in the NFL. This is <laughs> during your – you've gotten so bad, you got canned week six, week seven. Uh, Blake, who you got? Well, you, you said it uh, earlier. I said – I wrote down Matt Nagy. Um he could have lost his lost his job last year if he really wanted to, but uh, you know he got a quarterback that he actually likes, I guess. So yeah. if you can't make it work, it's over. Yeah, Jake, who you got? I'm going to be. There's a couple. There's a couple coaches that keep popping into my head. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with um, Minnesota's head coach. Ooh. I feel okay. like Zimmer. Yeah, Kirk is probably this is probably the best you're gonna have Kirk, and he's not playing that bad if you mm-hmm. think about it. Kirk is he's a game manager; he's doing what he's supposed to do. But if you can't if you can't help develop those rookies from last year going into their second year on defense, it's not really their fault. They need that development, and if you're not the guy, 
the Vikings have a really good team, so I can see him being the one out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, I have to. We'll have to see on the likelihood of Hunter being back. I know Pat P's back there to help those young guys. Uh, Hitman Harry and uh, Kendricks are still there. Offense is you got to think maybe improved. Um, so we'll see. I like that. Okay, so for mine, I said John Gruden. Oh wow! I forgot he was the head coach. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I said John Gruden, <laughs> and it's just because of the simple fact there's just too much power that he's has. As I mean, they have. Uh, I guess a part-time GM and he's also like part-time GM slash head coach. You've traded away uh, Amari Cooper. You've traded away Khalil Mack. What have you shown for it since it's all just these contract is big man. in the con? Yeah. And that's the thing. The contract is just out of this world. It's, it's crazy, but I, and it sucks because I don't think it's Derek Carr. I honestly think, Derek Carr needs to go somewhere else to be more appreciated. Like Matt Stafford, you know, go to a team who's go to Washington, Derek Carr in Washington. Oh my goodness. Sign me up. But uh, that's who I have. You guys let us know down in the comments uh, who you have for each and every one of these superlatives. Um, Obviously we had uh, some fun with that, Um, but there's so much uh, off topic news that we have to get to. Um, So that's where we will head to next off topic news. The veterans reported to training camp this week, put on the helmets, uh, put on the cleats and are out there putting in work, getting ready for week one of the 2021 regular season. Um, But in that, some some big news has happened. Uh, We'll touch just briefly. Um, Some big uh, contracts have been handed out. Fred Warner of the, um, San Francisco 49ers got paid. Um, Braden Smith of the Indianapolis Colts also got paid. Uh, Jake, let me know your thoughts quickly on the Fred Warner contract and possibly what that means for Mr. Maniac Darius Leonard himself. So I love Fred Warner, to be honest. Um, I think Fred Warner, he's only 24, and he's an incredible linebacker. Like, I think he's the best linebacker in the NFL right now. Uh, Bobby Wagner's probably up there with him, but he's also older. Um, but I'm I'm really happy the 49ers kept him. Uh, he's he's the guy that's going to lead your defense. Um, and Darius Leonard, he's going to want the bag also, and he deserves it also. He's great at what he does. Um, he can cover, but he can definitely rush. Like that's he's the reason why the Colts defense is so is is great right now. Yeah, man. Uh, Maniac, when are you listening, man? Go ahead and sign that bag. Don't have us Colts fans sweating. You're going to leave. Blake, Braden Smith, Indianapolis Colts right tackle, got the bag. Let us know, man, your thoughts on the signing of Braden Smith. Uh, I loved it. Um, I thought it was well-deserved. They posted a stat. He didn't allow a sack all last year. So um, the dude's a beast. He doesn't. Um, he's not flashy. He just gets the job done. Um, I thought it was reasonable because, like, let's just let's be real. Right tackle is not going to get paid close to a left tackle money. Um, it's just it's just the way it is. You know, if you're not put, uh, protecting the blind side of the quarterback, you're not, you're not going to get the same. Um, but I thought it was well deserved. It makes you 
think if he got that much money, you know, you got to watch out for we, – we still got to pay Big Q. Yeah. And then we got to pay Darius. So, um, Big Q is definitely going to be the hard uh, when it comes to the money-wise. And then uh, Darius's contract is going to be huge. So, I think we'll, we'll have yeah. a lot of money in those three people. Yeah, definitely happy for both. Happy for Fred Warner because the asking price for Mr. Darius Leonard, who has exceeded expectations coming out of HBCU, is definitely going to go up. Uh, happy for Braden Smith also because drafted out of Auburn was a guard initially and made the move to right tackle and has exceeded expectations. So happy for those guys. Fred Warner, Braden Smith, if you're listening, let me hold 20 bucks, bro. For real. That's all. Which, if the Colts are smart, what they'll do is you can rework the contract to where you give more money right now. Yeah, and more front-loaded. Yeah, yeah. front-loaded now and maybe even give Big Q more money throughout the years. You can yeah. definitely make it work. Yeah. So we look forward to that. Uh, but also where players got paid, we got players wanting out. Xavier Howard. Miami Dolphins cornerback has reported for duty, but has asked to be traded. Chandler Jones as well, uh, outside linebacker for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, has reported for duty, but wants out as well. Uh, Blake, let me know your thoughts on Xavier Howard and him wanting out of the Miami Dolphins. All right, so it came out of the blue. I feel like, you know, it is what it is. But uh, how many first-round picks you got to give up for that guy? It's just way too much for me. Um, That's just a big price to pay. He's a baller. You know, coming out of Baylor, the dude was a beast. Um, I don't know who give it – who would give those picks up? I saw reports that it was uh, like some two playoff teams, like real, really good playoff teams. I'm assuming Kansas City has some terrible corners. So, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it was them. Um, Tampa's good, it, but you just yeah. got to give up multiple picks for him. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, he is only 28. The, the only issue that I have with that is like, you know, and Miami fans may may think look at it as, look, Xavier, we literally just made you highest paid some years ago. Mm-hmm. But to his his argument, he has definitely exceeded that. I mean, led the oh, league yeah. in interceptions last year. Um, I can't remember quite the year before that, but he's definitely exceeded that. And I don't even think. I mean, he came out and said that it wasn't – he tried to see if he could even just get more guaranteed money, mm-hmm. which, you're again, you're thinking this is pretty reasonable. Um, but, obviously, Brian Flores and crew are holding Pat. And because of that, Xavier and Howard has asked out. Uh, now, Jake Chandler Jones, I'm not going to lie. This one kind of had me kind of, you know, scratching my head, so to speak. You would think that a up-and-coming – Arizona Cardinals defense who just got J.J. Watt. Chandler Jones finally has a, a, a guy who can hopefully, you know, give him some help, uh, bear, uh, barring injury. But now he wants out. What are your thoughts on the Chandler Jones situation? 
I was shocked. Like I was like you said, like they just got JJ Watt, which if you're Chandler Jones, you're like, whew, I'm gonna eat. They're gonna double team him. I can chill on some reps. Like obviously you don't want to think that, but when you're the only pass rusher, yeah, it gets exhausting. So now yeah. that you have JJ uh, Watt, you're like, all right, I can chill a little bit. But he's th- first of all, last year he was hurt a lot. He only played five games. He's 31. I don't think you're gonna get a lot for him. If anything, it's gonna be a playoff team that just needs that extra pass rush. They'll give probably like a fourth round, third round pick, and that'll probably get the job done. It's probably like a Julio type trade. Yeah, it's and the, and this is the the head scratcher part is because it's like it's not just uh, JJ. You drafted an another outside linebacker in, from Tulsa. Um, oh, he's nice. Yeah. Yeah, which he's solid, nice guy. Uh, to help kind of groom, could play on the other side opposite of you. And then you still have Isaiah Simmons. You have Buda Baker. So it's like this defense where it's kind of for the most part has been a weakness for the Cardinals. All of a sudden, maybe is looking at top 15 if they're healthy and can can click. The corners are, are really your, your main question mark right now, losing uh, Pat P. Maybe you could crack a top 10. But so the fact that he wanted to, he wants out is definitely a head scratcher. I don't really know, you know, where he could go. If you look at the contenders, um, maybe Green Bay. I know they have the Smith brothers, but I know Preston Smith isn't really producing um, like uh, Zadarius Smith is. Uh, can't say Tampa. They're locked and loaded. They even drafted. Uh, I could see Kansas on. City. I could Maybe see that. the only one. He would have to put his hand down in the dirt though, because uh, they don't they don't run a, a three four defense like the yeah. So, which is you would think that's not a really hard move to make. Um, obviously, Jake, you know, you know, I sent you the sent it in in the chat. We're in. Um, we I saw a swap for a clean swap. Xavier Howard for Chandler Jones. Now, yeah, if you're a Cardinals fan, you absolutely take that because oh, hundred percent, you get your corner. He's still 28, still pretty young as far as corner years go. Um, Dolphins, you're kind of shake, you know, scratching your head. It's Chandler Jones. Is he really going to produce? And I mean, you drafted Jalen Phillips in the first round, so I don't know. But um, Seattle would be a good spot. Seattle would be. A good I don't spot. know if they'll trade it within the division, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good point. But I mean, if he's if he's not the same guy as before. Because yeah. when you get hurt at 30, it's different it, when you when you're 25, yeah. 26 and you get hurt. And at that position of an of an edge rusher. I mean, look at JJ Watt. He's always he doesn't play that much during the season because he's always getting hurt. Yeah. yeah. But uh that's where we have the uh Cardinals fans. You guys let us know. Dolphins fans. Obviously, we've had uh my cousin Alexis, uh Micah, aka White Lightning on the show and whatnot. Um, you guys let us know down in the comments how you're feeling about the Guys wanting out, uh, but moving on to our next off topic, Karen. I mean, Aaron Rodgers finally <laughs> came out and cleared the air, and man, did he do so! Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start first on this. Aaron Rodgers, I have taken away the Karen part. Your interview was just 
it was great in my eyes. In my eyes, I feel, and I'm going to say NFL athletes because the NBA is a player-led league where they're giving these type of, you know, interviews from the jump. NFL players everywhere take note of this. There was nothing he said where he, you know, disrespected the organization. He wasn't up there yelling. He wasn't up there, you know, super mad. My guy was completely calm and just simply said, hey, as the franchise guy, I feel like I should be in these conversations. He never said that he felt like he should be the guy making these calls. He just simply wanted to be in the conversation having his input listened to, not, you know, chosen, just listened to, you know, he mentioned about, you know, he's, he's, he trains with some guys um, on the off season. And obviously, you know, guys want to, you know, team up, they want to win a championship. He also, you know, backed it up by saying they want to come play with him. I mean, it's green Bay. He, he hit it right on the head. You're not going there for vacation. You're going in there to try to win a championship. And uh, he also mentioned about the simple fact of the, their plans going forward. And if it didn't involve him, hey, that's fine. So then just trade me. So absolutely loved, loved, loved him coming out, clearing the air. Um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, Green Bay fans everywhere are shaking right now because this could be the end of the dynamic duo of not only Aaron Rodgers, but uh, Devontae Adams as well. Um, we may be seeing Jordan Love uh, suiting up for the cheese heads starting next year. But uh, Jake, let me know, man, your thoughts on the Rodgers interview. Uh, I'm right there with you. Um, I, th- I think Rodgers, I think he was told by his agent, and I think they both sat down and they said, listen, just let it ride out. When training camps come, when you have to show up, and it's your first press conference, we'll, we'll let it all out. But right now, just let them think you're the bad guy. Let them think that you don't want to you know, play nice with the Packers. Just let it be. Because if you heard Rodgers, he was saying it wasn't on draft night. This has been going on for years. That he's just, like Matt said, I just want to be there. I want to be included. Let me sit in the interviews with the head coaches. Um, If this guy wants to play, can we just talk and see what we can do? What players can we move? If you need money, because he said it's not about money. I bet you if if you told Rodgers, all right, you want to get this guy, but we need the cap room. Where can we get it from? All right, take it from my salary. I bet you if you did that with Rodgers, he probably would have been like, all right, cool. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. It's easier on him. Yeah, I would think so. I don't think what he was asking for was too crazy. He just wants to be involved, which I mean, without him, that Packers team is very mediocre. Yeah. Blake, your thoughts? Rodgers is a good actor. (laughs) 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 I was looking at that interview and I was like, this man is nice. He could be like, and give him an award or something. That dude, he's speaking all soft voice and everything his head all down i was like oh this guy is smooth with it you yes. know he won me over <laughs> smooth he, won he me over. came, I to, came to training camp long hair kind of looking all bummy it was like man exactly i get you oh my man chilling yeah, he's, he's super like, chilling I got, I got no worries right now so he got he came me. out with an office shirt he's yeah. chilling <laughs> yeah 
so we'll we'll definitely see it's definitely a, a headline uh to continue to keep watching. Obviously, uh quarterbacks are cream of the crop in the NFL. Those guys aren't really traded from now, you know, or really during the season. Um did, I mean did y'all think he was gonna get traded or leave? I honestly thought he would retire. I really <laughs> did. I really thought it was a, a I thought it was really a true something that could really happen. And it's just because it was like, you could just see his demeanor. Yeah. He, I mean, my guy was at the Kentucky Derby, which is like, hey, I'm just, all these golfing games. He was just, yeah, golfing games with him and Brady. He's just like, hey. and the shirts he was wearing. Yeah. 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 Like, and I mean, he even said it, like it, it did cross his mind. It wasn't like a, Oh, I'm just kind of doing this so they give me what I want. It, so I mean, he is on the wrong side of 30, like we like to say here on the show. Um, well, he did win MVP. Yeah, playing quarterback. Obviously, Pretty Boy Tom is defying the old man logic. I don't see why Rodgers couldn't either. It just really comes down to if he loves the game um, just as much. So we'll see what happens there. Um, as we mentioned again, training camps are here. And man, regular guys podcast, we are here for it. Uh, But now we are going to move into our breakdown of the AFC South. Now, this division uh, was won last year by the Tennessee Titans sitting at 11 and five. The Indianapolis Colts came in second after a bad week one loss that might have sealed their fate of losing the division and also at 11 and five. Uh, the Houston Texans in the Deshaun Watson drama, they finished at four and 12 and the Jacksonville Jaguars are sitting uh, bottom feeders at the division finished at one and 15. So as always, we will start with the division winner. Uh, Jake has the courtesy of going over the Tennessee Titans and breaking them down. So Jake, give us a team weakness for the Titans going into the season. So I went defense as a whole. Um, Their defense last year was – they finished not – like I think it was in 20th. They finished ranked for defense. Um, They lost a lot of guys that were the reason for it. Um, But then you replaced them with a lot of rookies. Like Caleb Farley, he's supposed to be good, but it's really hard to say with these rookies. Like you can't expect much out of them going forward especially in that division it's gonna be tough um i just go defense as a whole and then they signed D- bud dupree who I, I me and matt both say is probably the most overrated guy in the nfl um so i don't see how the defense improved that much yeah and just to kind of add a little bit more salt to the wound uh caleb farley had a back injury he hasn't even been cleared yet we're in training camp. But hey, as a Colts fan, I like that. Uh, team strength. Uh, Jake, who do you have for a team? I mean, I feel like this is pretty obvious, but I'm going to let you go ahead and say it. I mean, team strength, it's going to be Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like, that's the guy. He he carries that team. They run it through him. But getting Julio is really going to help Tannehill in that passing game. Yeah. Because you don't have to just bomb it to A.J. Brown every every time you want to throw a pass. So I think it's going to be very good. It's also going to help Derrick Henry health-wise. Because I feel like when we get into the playoffs, he's gassed. Yeah, I agree. He's burned out. So I think this is going to help for those games where 
all right, Derek, we don't really need you to run the ball out, run the clock out. We can throw some short passes, just get the first downs with Julio on the short route or A.J. Brown because one of them is going to be open. You can't double team both. One of them going to be open. Now give us a player on the hot seat for the Tennessee Titans. Mm. I'm going to go and I don't I don't want to say him but it always falls it always falls to this position. I'm going to go quarterback. I think like Tannehill's good. He's a really good quarterback. He's doing what they need. But if they can just get a little bit more out of him just a little bit more efficiency, not bombing it. Just be more efficient. I got if you. you can be more efficient, I think that's going to help that team a lot. Yeah. And now a player you are most excited to watch for the Tennessee Titans this year. AJ Brown is a guy that I'm looking at. He had a breakout season last year. Um, everyone always compared him to Matt Calf because of the size. Like he's just as big. He's not as fast. I don't think or, or as athletics at as athletic, excuse me. Um, but now having Julio there, it's going to open up his game even more. So I'm just excited to see what else he can do. Yeah. All right, Jake, to end us off with your assessment of the Tennessee Titans, give us a team record for them to end the season. Um, I don't think they win the division this year. Um, you're going to be happy with who I think wins the division. Oh, yeah, we be real happy. But uh, I think they go 10-7. and seven. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, they won 11 games, so you're just giving you're just taking one game away, but I I think they get swept by the Colts this year. Yeah, I, I agree. That's where I think yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll get more I'll kind of give more insight on that on the next, but uh, as we mentioned next, the Indianapolis Colts finished second, 11 and 5. And, uh, of course, again, we want to continue our theme of bringing guys on who are are, uh, fans of these teams in each division to get a real fan's perspective. Now, obviously, as a Colts fan myself, I could have easily done this. But I said, let me give this to my guy, 21 Reasons himself, a Colts fan just like myself. Me and Blake are constantly texting, FaceTiming each other on game day. It's either, bro, it's, it's, you know, we're happy or it's – Goodness, what the heck just happened? What so, doing? Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Blake, give us a team weakness for the team heading into the season. Okay, so when I look at the team, uh, corner still bothers me. Uh, I feel like we're we're pretty much good in all areas. I mean, left tackle, we could we could work on that, but Fisher might be the it, he might be the answer to that. We'll see, but. Uh, I, I like Xavier Rhodes, you know, uh, he's a stud, but you know, we got rock on the other side and he was a question mark last year. So that's my biggest issue. Yeah. Now give us a team strength heading into the season for the Colts strength. Um, I think it'll have to be our O-line in that running game. That's definitely, I think our strength, um, We've gotten better with the passing game. I feel like we will be better, but um, when it comes to running it down somebody's throat, we we could do that easily. Yeah, big time. Now a player on the hot seat heading into the season. Um, hot. I gotta be Rock. You Rock your sin. Like he, I like him. Um, I just wish he was a little bit bigger and 
a little bit quicker because he he gets grabby um, during the routes when like he he's on a player and he just he panics, you know. Yeah. Um, a couple times, I mean, what, the game against the Bengals. Come on, man, you can't let a rookie just yeah just abuse him. Yeah. Now, a player you are most excited to watch for the season. Oh, Carson Wentz, no doubt. You know, I think if he plays well enough, like he doesn't have to play, he doesn't have to be Peyton Manning or anything like that. But um, just control the tempo. Don't don't turn the ball over. You know, don't push yourself in harm's way. And then if he stays healthy, I think we have a good enough all around team to really carry him. You know, the Eagles didn't they didn't give him anything. So yeah. Um, I think we're all around a good team. And now your team record for the Indianapolis Colts for this year. I wrote it down. Um, I got us going 12 and 5. Um, the only difference, I, I like Jake's. I appreciate him giving us the sweep on the Titans. I got a splitting. Yeah. Um, Same. It's something about them. We always, you know, the Jaguars, uh-huh. I think we'll overcome them this year. We always split with them for some reason. Yeah, hate that, but um, I think we'll win the division. But I think uh, twelve and five will be the record. the The beginning of that schedule uh, is tough. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll just go uh, the last two. Um, do the same thing like we did with uh, uh, Jake and the Giants. Um, player I'm most excited for. I, I'm definitely going to agree with you is Carson Wentz. Um, I was a big big believer in just get him out of Philly just get him out of Philly and just give him a fresh start what better you know team to do so than Indy um we literally have everything uh, definitely the best overall team in the division and like you alluded to we don't need you to come in here and be 2017 Carson we don't even need that which you know might have been his best um just be a little bit better than Philip. And that's not really saying a lot either. And obviously he will be because he's he's mobile. So that's already being better than the Uncle Phil. Uh, team record, I'm also there with you, 12 and 5. I agree with you. Uh, as much as I would love to sweep the Tennessee Titans, I, I do think we split. Um, and I do feel like we do get over that hump of losing in Jacksonville, which I don't understand how the freak that continues Every to happen. Every year. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that. Um but yeah, that's that is the assessment of Indianapolis Colts. Uh, moving on next, we have the uh, Houston Texans who finished the division four and twelve. Now this will be the team that uh, all of us uh, break down together. Uh, trust me, it's going to go by fast. I can guarantee you that. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> Jake, give us a team weakness. No, you cannot say everything but Deshaun oh, okay. uh, going into the season for the Houston Texans. Can I can I ask a question before that though? Yeah, go ahead. Are we are we are we assuming he's still on the team or I mean he showed up. He showed up. Okay. And, uh, apparently his legal issues won't be handled until February of next year. Ooh. So he's still going to play. I'm I think we're just going to go into this assuming he's staying on the Texans because again I don't see you trading quarterbacks don't get traded like from now until you know end of season they get traded during the offseason 
because of the whole what they have to take care of as far as and I think teams are going to wait till after February once all the legal yeah. stuff gets taken care of. Because if my man gets, if it's guilty, yeah, if it's bad and ain't nobody dropping any picks. <laughs> yeah, nah, forget that. Uh, nah. Yeah, so we'll go based off of that. He, we feel he'll be there. So Jake, team weakness for the Houston Texans. Jeez, um, I'm just gonna go defense. Yeah. It is horrendous. Yeah, man. Like it is so bad. I mean, the team in general is horrible, but I think defense, if you have to pick one, it's, I'm just going to put them as a whole. I got you. Now, this one obviously is probably going to be obvious, but uh, team uh, strength for the Houston Texans. Man, I'm going to have to go, you know, offensive line for that. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, he's man. the only, only like bright spot on that team. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake, uh, Blake, uh, player on the hot seat for the Houston Texans. All of them, really, besides the shot. Actually, all of them, except for Deshaun and that, um, what's his name? That Kiki QT. Yeah, who they seem to always cut and comes back. I don't get that. Yeah, like he's always lighting us up. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they got that Cunningham, that linebacker. He's he's good, but uh, everybody else they get they got all leave. Yeah, a uh, player that I'm excited to watch is obviously Deshaun. Again, to me, Deshaun is a, a rock star of a quarterback. He's no matter what game he you're out of, if he is your quarterback, you've always got a chance. He's just he's got that clutch factor. Um. Team record, again, sorry, Houston Texans, this is going to be fast. I got you being the worst team in the league. I gave you two wins. Two? I really? I'll I, give yeah, one, I gave man. him two wins. Uh, I'll two give and 15. <laughs> um, now, and that's, again, it's because of Deshaun. It's only because of Deshaun. Now, and because we said, you know, we're going off base that we're assuming he's going to play all season now. If something happens and he does get traded as Tyrod Taylor or whoever they got, then yeah, I I, I do think it's an offer. Um, but yeah, I, I'll say two and fifteen because I do think Deshaun wills you to two wins. Which two uh, wins you you have them getting? Because I'm looking at the schedule. Like this game one against the New York Jets. You sleep. Talking about how how a game one at New York Jets at home. Um, oh. Don't I don't know, man. I just feel like Deshaun, uh, you know, get it done. And then I gave him a uh, week 18 win against the Tennessee Titans as a I feel like Tennessee would kind of be gunning to win the division or perhaps make the playoffs because I feel the AFC is a lot better. And that seven seed, six seed will definitely be um, hunted for by many teams. And I think that uh, Deshaun at home can pull out a miracle as his farewell goodbye. Whether he's going to jail or a new team. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that's my assessment. before the season starts. If, if I were him, yeah, I would hope so, too. I really <laughs> would. Um, but now moving on to our last team in the AFC South, I have the privilege of breaking down the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so team weakness, I put the front seven. Yeah. Uh, 
and they have two nice young pieces, but I feel like they get overshadowed because of everyone around them is just also bad. Miles Jack um, is a nice linebacker. You would like to see him kind of just solidify that he's good, but just on a bad team. Uh, So I went front seven for team weakness, team strength. I went receivers. Uh, DJ Chark, uh, LaVisca Sinal, Marvin Jones. They're they're just so many good young guys. I feel like DJ Chark, that DJ Chark connection with him and uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be something special to watch, Uh, especially, you know, he's finally got a good quarterback now. Um, And Marvin Jones, I feel like, is a sneaky, sneaky pickup. Obviously, me and Jake are also big fans of uh, LaVisca Chenault. But we can't forget about Tim Tebow. I mean, come on, guys. You really thought I was going to go this episode without mentioning Tebow mania. I mean, I got the Gators Cup here. You probably can't see it because of the green screen behind me. But you you can't forget that guy. He's going to, you know, take the league by storm. Not really, but I had to do it. Uh, player on the hot seat is Josh Allen. No, not Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Defensive end, Josh Allen. You think so? I think so because of his sack production in the league so far is not that high. And you are a first-round pick, so you are on the hot seat. I understand. Again, your front seven is cheeks. But if you are that guy, you should be able to still get yours. So he is on Give the hot seat. Yeah, what? Oh, Josh Allen, bro. We'll take you in heartbeat, bro. You on the other side I'll of Clay Pay? Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, player most excited to watch for has got to be Trevor Lawrence, a.k.a. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Sunshine, I want to see what, if this guy's legit. He kind of reminds me um, a lot of similarities of Andrew Luck besides the looks. Obviously, Mr. Luck had the neck beard going on there. Uh, Sunshine's <laughs> got the long hair, California boy look going on for himself. So that's who I'm really excited to watch. Number one overall pick. Um, team record. Obviously, because I had the Texans going 2-15, and 15, I don't think they finished last. I honestly feel the, the Jacks are going to be sneaky good, but their defense is, is going to hurt them. Um, so I gave them 6-11. and 11. So two key wins that I gave them. I gave them a win against the San Francisco 49ers. And Jake may not want to hear this again, but I gave him a win against the New York Jets. Um, I feel like the offense is just so young. Is it's, But it's also, I feel like it can be good under Urban Meyer. It's just the defense. I mean, you have C.J. Henderson. You, you got Miles Jack, Josh Allen. It's just everybody else as a group is just bad. So I feel like you'd lose a lot of games because of them. So that is our assessment of the AFC South. We're all in agreement that the Indianapolis Colts should take the division and that the uh, Tennessee Titans will finish second. We're also in agreement that the Houston Texans will finish last in the division and as the worst team in football. Hopefully they have their pick this time and it's not traded away to the Miami Dolphins or somebody because that would definitely suck. You're tanking for no reason. Um, Next week, come on back. We will look to break down the NFC North uh, and hopefully have PJ back as a Vikings fan to come on the show, help us break down uh, his favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. But at this time, we are at a good stopping point. 
to have a halftime break and hear a word from our sponsor. Daisy Design Group is a full-service interior design firm specializing in healthcare, dental, and commercial business design. With over 15 years of remodel and new construction experience in Southwest Florida, Ashley Wong can bring your design vision to life. From new flooring to cabinetry and countertops to paint selections, Daisy Design Group can help with every detail. Make your design dreams a reality. Call 239-738-2423 for a free consultation. And we're back. We want to thank our friends over at Daisy Design Group uh, this for the sponsor this week. Uh, hey, if you need uh, help with uh, designing things, they have so much experience. Make sure to hit them up at their number, uh, as was mentioned, um, to uh, be able to go through all your decorative needs that you may have on your mind. So again, we thank them so much for sponsoring this week's episode. Um, but moving on uh, with our theme, uh, we're continuing on a theme of class superlatives. So we're just going to hop right on into it. Most likely to win MVP. Jake, who do you got? Oof, to win MVP. Um I'm going to go KD for this year. Um, he's going to be having coming off a full season, being injury-free. So I think he's going to no, no uh, minutes restrictions, just him. I think I can see him taking MVP. Yeah. And uh, where our guests thought we were starting off with the NBA <laughs> section first. Blake, now is the time, man. Let us know you're most likely to win MVP. I mean, now look, we all heard you say Giannis, bro. You can't change it now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to put two because I want to say, ah, man, that Westbrook trade made it easier for LeBron. So I want to say Giannis and LeBron, you know. uh, I'm not a LeBron fan, but out of the West and the East, those are my two uh, favorites. I got you. Um, for me, I gave it to Luca. So Luca has each year been getting better and better. So I, I mean, I just looked at it as, I mean, why not? Why can't he win MVP? Um, I think he joins the discussion. I don't know if he'll actually win it, but I do do think this is the year where he gets like legit votes. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next one, most likely to lead the league in scoring. Uh, I'll go for uh, first. I went Jason Tatum. Uh, Jason Tatum, if you've listened to the show, me and uh, Jake have a man crush on Jason Tatum. We both feel he is a Kobe Bryant meets Kevin Durant build. And when you mix those two together, that just spells bucket. Um so that's who I have as my most likely to lead the league in scoring next year. Uh, Blake, who do you have? I know Jason Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I, you got to go. I'm going to go again. Giannis, you can't you, look at him. Yeah, the little uh, drive to the paint, spin off to the right has been working for him. I mean, this is a pattern move. You can't stop it. Why, you know, why stop? You know, and if he ever makes some free throws and 
Maybe oh, no, he make them at home. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere else. At home, he'll go 19 for 19. Yeah. For, you for real, but he could have he could have averaged 50 during those playoffs. Yeah, easily. Free throws. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Giannis. Uh Jake, who is your most likely to lead the league in scoring? My other man crush on this podcast, your boy Zach Levine. Uh I'm <laughs> gonna say that he leads the league in scoring. He had 27 points a game this year. I can, and every year he's not, he's not raising it by like one or two. It's going up by almost three points a game. Yeah. And his efficiency is also going up from three. He's now hitting 41% from three point. Uh, my guy's not just an uh, inside scorer. He can pop it from anywhere on the court. I definitely see him reaching that 30 point, 32 point games, 32 points per game. Yeah. So I can see him taking it. I mean, Bradley Beal led the league in scoring, and that went nowhere for them. So you can lead the league in scoring, but that doesn't mean – Yeah, it can literally – yeah, it it doesn't mean – that's why I went Jason Taylor. It's not like it does – it means like it used to be. If you were leading the league in scoring, your team was cream of the crop. You can be on a bad team and lead team scoring. It it won't matter. Yeah, for those two. Yeah, man. Hey, that's what we're here, you know. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Crushes on these guys. Our next class superlative team ready to make the next jump. Blake, who you got? Oh man. Um if so if you need if you need kind of a, a quick example, to me, teams who took the next jump, um, you could say Phoenix this year. Um, you know, they they went undefeated in the bubble, but you know, obviously it, it transpired. You could even say the New York Knicks, they took that next jump and, you know, surprised a lot of people. So that's kind of like what we mean for like teams ready to make the next jump. Yeah. I was thinking it, it depends on where certain people go. Um, <clears throat> if like, um, I don't know how it's going to work out now because Westbrook uh, to the Lakers, but if, if Chris Paul ever goes to the Lakers or if he, if hopefully the Suns keep him, um, I would say <clears throat> the Suns would go back, maybe, possibly. But if if Chris Paul make it, makes it to the Lakers, I would say the Lakers would make that jump for sure. Make that jump back. Okay, I, I feel it. Uh, Jake, your next team ready to make the next jump. So I think for the team ready to make the next jump, I'm going to go ahead – I was going to say the Knicks, but it depends on what they do in free agency. Because honestly, if they stay exactly the same, I don't think they're going to be much better or worse. Um, but obviously, if I'm going by if they make any changes, I think they make that next step. I don't th- I'm don't. i not saying championship, but I think you can get out the first round a little easier. Yeah. Uh, so my team ready to make the next jump. I'm going triple B's. Hornets. Okay. All right. Now, Jello's there. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> over there, have the whole triple B's over there. You know, your dad will be super happy about that. But yeah, I'm going Hornets. That uh, Mellow Bridges connection is really nice. They have some good uh, guard play. I feel like they're a good, not great, a good center away from getting to the play-in to making the playoffs. So that's what I mean by taking the next jump. This is, doesn't mean you're going to win the championship, but you just got better. You know, you exceed your expectations. So I'm going with the Hornets. 
Um, team most likely to win the championship next year. I'll start off with this one. Now, before today, my answer was leaning either with a repeat for the Bucks or potentially the Nets. But then Russell Westbrook got traded to the Lakers. And I followed LeBron James for a while. I've been on the where he at bandwagon for years. <laughs> There's one thing I know that the moment you start sleeping on this man and thinking father time has caught up, although it was an injury, he will retool. He will come back better than ever. They will add another piece. We've been kind of saying it all throughout these shows. The Lakers will look to add somebody else and they have done so now Westbrook, you know, Westbrook isn't that great of a shooter. Yes, we understand, but LeBron will find a way to make it work. So my team most likely to win the championship next year. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Obviously, they'll have to fill out the rest of that roster. Um, we'll get into the trade details later on. Uh, they let go so many guys, which was rightfully so. But, uh, yeah, that's who I have uh, for the championship next year. Uh, Jake, who you got? After that trade, I, I got to go Lakers too. Like, And I, I keep saying it over and over. Had LeBron never had that injury. I think they get out of the first round. And then, you know, AD's able to rest up. I think they can get through the second. And then it just gets easier because players are getting healthier. And then I think they get to the finals. So now you're adding Russell Westbrook, who's a walking triple-double. And it's not a triple-double where it's 10 points, 10 assists, and 10 boards. Like, he's barely getting those. My man's getting 25, 26 points. The assists are over 12, 13, same thing with rebounds. So yeah. it's it's a very it's very significant triple double. And we'll get more into it on how I think it's gonna affect LeBron James. I think it's gonna affect him in a positive way. So yeah. I just think this is gonna really gonna help the Lakers. So I, I don't see how it's not them and the Nets in the finals. Yeah. Uh Blake, team most likely uh, to win the championship next year. Uh, Who you got? I'm just gonna throw it out there just to, you know, say something. Oh, uh, you about to get spicy. We like oh. it. We welcome it. If Clay Thompson comes back, man. Warriors, okay. I'm going to say Warriors, you know. That's, that's not, not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah, that's not a crazy pick. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of far-fetched, but, you know, I like I, – I thought last year they had a good squad. You know, if that James Wiseman guy ever – he's a young kid. Yeah, he's still kind of coming into his yeah, right? So, like, yeah. if he figures it out, you know, Clay, I think Clay is, like, the piece that really helps um, Steph and uh, Draymond, so – uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think he, uh, I think James Wiseman has the potential to be the best big man the Warriors may have ever seen, um, defensively, offensively. So you just have to kind of take your time and let him develop. Um, but I agree. I feel like Clay is that underrated piece on those championship teams. You know, those years they wanted that his defense, his offense have really just, um, Took them to a, a new level. Yeah. So uh, our last class superlative, most likely to get their first signature shoe. Blake, who you got? <laughs> uh, does Melo have one yet? No. Because he's with- well, it's it's rumored. Um, apparently, there was a commercial or like a little like moving gif. Yeah. type thing that LaMelo posted and it was with a new shoe. 
So everyone's thinking it's a Puma deal, like his own signature shoe, or if it's a player edition. No one really knows. Because so, if, yeah. if anybody gets a new shoe, it's him. Because mm-hmm. he's electric, man. Like I like watching yeah. him play. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm not even a Puma person, but I'd rock it like his shoe if it's okay looking. But yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, Jake, most likely to get his signature shoe. Who you got? I'm surprised he hasn't already. But I'm gonna go Luca. Okay. That's exactly who I got. Yeah. That's exactly who I got. Uh, I just feel like Luca is becoming iconic in a in a way, but not just here, but just globally. I feel like because he's also you know over there and from Europe and whatnot. Like people over there, Ben knew who he was. So the fact that he's coming over here and he's just only elevating the game, I feel like he's gonna be one of those players where he literally goes anywhere, and they're all like Luca, Luca, blah blah. So I personally feel. I mean, I understand you had to give Zion the shoe first. He's number one pick. Me personally, I would have given it to Luca, um, but we'll see. Um, I would definitely love to see the look of that uh, with uh, Jordan Brand. So. Jordan better take care of that man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, big time. We hope so. We hope so. Uh, but we are, again, moving off topic. You guys let us know your um, opinions on our class superlatives, uh, who you feel uh, in each spot uh, down in the comments. Uh, but moving off topic, again, as we mentioned, beginning of the show, man, did the NBA offseason start off with the bang. Now we have here four trades that have happened since we last talked with you regulars. Um, So I'm just going to kind of go one by one. I'm going to read one off and uh, the details and, and, you know, depending on it, some of these are kind of not that big, but, you know, a nice significant one. And we'll save the big juicy take for uh, Westbrook being traded to the Lakers for last. Uh, But to start off our first trade that uh, started off the NBA offseason, we saw the Grizzlies receive Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe, uh, picks number 10 and 40 in the, tonight's draft, a top 10 protect, protected first-round pick in next year's draft, um, and they sent uh, Jonas Valanciunas uh, in the number 17 pick and the number 51 pick in today's draft to the Pelicans. So just quickly, uh, Jake, let me know your initial thoughts on that trade. Um, I absolutely love it for Steven Adams. Um, I think he might actually end up staying in Memphis for a while. I think it's the type of guy they need. Everyone sleeps on Steven Adams as a big man. I think he's one of the, I think he's at least a top 10 big man in the NBA right now. I'm not going to say top five because I feel like you can name five players better than him, but definitely top 10. And I don't think Bledsoe stays with Memphis. I think he'll be a, a trading piece or if not, they'll figure out a payout. Uh, or buyout, but I think I think Stephen Adams is great for Memphis. Yeah, um, it was reported that Eric Bledsoe will not stay with the Memphis Grizzly, Grizzlies, so he will go. be on the way out. Um, it's just a matter of where. I also agree with you on the Stephen Adams take. I feel bad for this man because it was like on those Thunder teams, he was just so underrated, and he was just the one guy who was never really getting as much credit as they maybe should have. Um, so I hope, I really hope he can he can stay there with Memphis. Um, he's still young, man. He's still really young, good defender, good, you know, great locker room guy, super tough guy. 
Um, Watch out for those pick and rolls with him and John Moran. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be deadly. Uh, looks like Aquaman. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> our next trade we have here, we saw Ricky Rubio, Caleb's favorite uh, Spaniard, uh, get traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they traded Rubio and a 2022 uh, second round pick and some cash for uh, Tarion Prince. Uh, I mean, I guess this is cool. It's the reason why we didn't report it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't fit our uh, doesn't. stature of what we're trying to put out there. So. Yeah. Uh, Rubio, hey, if you're listening, send my boy Caleb a jersey. He's a big fan of yours, but make sure. But it's why I with, think with the Suns, yeah, why ahead. I think the Cavs did that, I think they're moving Colin Sexton. Yeah, it was one of those two. One, either him or uh, Garland are, are, are going to move. Uh, yeah. Like, you got anything to to add to this Rubio trade? <laughs> oh, he hit us with the who? You know? I got you. I got you. It's Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, it's Cleveland. They haven't been relevant since uh, LeBron has been there. What did Joe Kinoa say? It's Cleveland. Yeah, nobody's going to get it. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Uh, our next trade, we saw Landry Shamit get traded to the Suns. So the Nets traded Landry Shamit to the Suns for the Suns' first-round pick in tonight's draft and Javon Carter. Um, as a Suns fan, I love this pick for Landry Shamit and Javon Carter, a.k.a. the Bulldog, was kind of just sitting there, was didn't even get any play time in the playoffs. I mean, obviously, Chris Paul campaign are there. Uh, so he was never going to see the floor. So, hey, I mean, hopefully you can get some run time with the Nets. But I absolutely love uh, Landry Shamit. Shot a 40% from three. Easily will take that coming off the bench uh, for him. Um but again, hey, I mean, it's Landry Shaman. Welcome to the Valley. Uh, hopefully you can stay there for a long period of time, you know, with booking crew and uh, hit some threes. But uh, now we will move on to the moment everyone's been waiting for. The Los Angeles Lakers have traded for Russell Westbrook. Now I'm going to get into the details and then I will ask these fine gentlemen their initial thoughts on this trade and what this means for the Los Angeles Lakers going forward. So the Washington Wizards have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook, a 2024 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick to the Los Angeles Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and the number 22 pick in tonight's draft. So where we all saw and thought that the Lakers needed to make some moves after getting bounced in the first round to the Phoenix Suns, they did just so. Obviously, now this means that Dennis Schroeder will not be coming back, um, rightfully so, after he disappeared in the, in the first round himself. So, Blake, just give me your initial thoughts on hearing this trade of Russell Westbrook going to join the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I feel like it's it's cool for Westbrook more than anybody um, because I feel like the past couple of years he's been 
I mean, he's been just sent to some lame teams, you know, besides like, uh, I think he had Paul George for that one year. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't really going to do anything. And then he got, he went to the Wizards. We all knew that was going to work. So, I mean, it's cool for him. Now he actually has like a legitimate team. But at the same time, you know, is it going to work? I doubt it. I think we all doubt it. You know, I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think you're on there, buddy. Don't, oh, you're no, right. Oh, time out. Don't speak time, there. Time, 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 we'll time, get into yeah. We'll get into what we feel. Yeah, you just oh, let us know. You know what you what you feel. Betting people because <laughs> I, I put some money on this one. I'd be like, because eh, mm, eh. tell me this, man. Hey, he's starting, right? He's not coming off the bench. Oh yeah, easily, easily starting. Um, so what's the starting lineup? So the projected starting lineup is going to be. I just had it on here. Let me see. Yeah, it's gonna be. So you have Westbrook at the point. You have Taylor Horton Tucker at shooting guard. Uh, LeBron at the three. Anthony Davis at the four, and then Marcus Saul at the five. As of right now, because they really don't have anything else, you have to wait for free agency to go. I don't through. think Marcus Law is going to be on the team. Yeah, I don't think so either. He's going to be gone. So, y'all think that works? Well, I have my reasons for it. Yeah, um, I'll uh, I'll go I'll go next. My initial thoughts were, well, that kind of sucks, because um, you know I'm up in Phoenix and. I was, yeah, Landry Shaman, yeah, we like that, yeah, you know. And then the Lakers stole the shine. Um, initial thoughts are wow, but it's it's good though for for Westbrook. Um, his stint with the Rockets just never felt legit. It just didn't feel right. It just it felt like he was just out there just sitting there in the corner. That's not what he does. He's not a three point shooter. Um, he needs the ball in his hand. So to to Piggyback off what you were saying, Blake. I see what you mean because he is so ball dominant. You many people would think, okay, but LeBron needs the ball in his hands. I don't understand how that's going to work. How I feel it's going to work. I mean, LeBron has shown us he can play off ball. I mean, let's not forget them years uh, with the Cavs where Kyrie, you know, ball dominant was never really pass first was more that score. And, you know, he took a backseat, played off ball. There's going to be a lot of pick and rolls of of Westbrook and, and LeBron, Westbrook and Davis. I mean, Davis can shoot the, the three. LeBron can shoot the three. Surprisingly, he's gotten better late in his career shooting the three. The only real question mark for, for this team, I feel, is is three-point shooting um, in, in your depth. Um, and – Oh, I'll just say three points. Three point shooting in, in a big man. Obviously, they're shooting their themselves in the foot. They really should have kept JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. Um, I understand that you wanted to get Mark Gasol a true I want yeah, true kind of back to back, you know, center to go with AD, but you need that defender and that that lob catcher. And that's what you had with with uh Dwight Howard and uh JaVel McGee. So that's my initial thoughts. Uh, Jake, let me know your initial thoughts. And uh, also, um, what? how does this affect the Lakers going forward? So the reason why I love it is because 
yes, Russell Westbrook needs the ball in his hand. He's not an off-the-ball type of guy. The offense needs to run through him, which is perfectly fine. LeBron loves to take it slow. He's He's not that fast guy anymore. He says it. He had to adapt to play differently, to still be at the top of his game at his age. He understands his age is a huge factor. LeBron, I really think LeBron wants someone else to handle the, handle the ball. Let me conserve my energy. When you need it, I'm here. I don't have to go 110% from tip-off. I can just play through, see what you guys need, what's going on. If I need to lock down on somebody, I'll just play defense that game. He's just trying to win. He's not about the stats anymore. If LeBron ends up only putting up 17 points one game, but he's locking his guy down and the offense runs through AD and Westbrook, he's saving it. For, he's saving everything for the playoffs. That's why I think it works because he wants a guy like that. He made it work with Kyrie. Yeah. You think, uh, yeah. You think a return of Alonzo uh, would make it better? At this point, no. No. At this point, no. He's gonna you, want. He's gonna want too much. Yeah, he's gonna want too much. Your your salary is basically Westbrook, LeBron, and AD right now. Um, Anyone just, that comes is gonna get that veteran minimum. So you're gonna have to get like yeah. guys like Iggy. And you just really need just, shooters at this point to to help fill the roster. Available. You can get JJ Redick probably. Yeah, you can get yeah. You can get so many so many vet guys who are chasing rings. <laughs> On a vet minimum. I mean, for those of you who who know, that's basically kind of how LeBron-led teams are are put together. Uh, you have those those three or two guys who are making the the max of the max, and everyone just kind of comes and follows, but they know their role. Um, I mean, you can look at the Heat team where they had Mike Miller. Yeah. Wasn't making any money, but he wanted the ring and he he would play every now and then. James Jones, you know, GM now of the Phoenix Suns. And even with the with the Cavs, um, Channing Fry, you know, just guys like that. Just come in, hit the you know, some threes and go sit on the bench and uh enjoy the ride. But yeah, you can get guys like Jeff Green also who might leave the the Nets. Um, if Blake leaves, I think he has no problem going back to LA, coming off the bench on a vet minimum. You got yeah. a lot of players like that that would probably just sign just to ring chase. Yeah. So it's I don't it's... and Demar Derozan said he really wants to play for the Lakers because he wants the ring. He says he has the money. Now yeah. he said this with Shannon Sharp. Now I don't. I haven't watched that yet. I, I, I saw it though. I could see him saying, "I'm going to sign a vet minimum for one year, just, just chase the ring." Just yeah. to try it, and then all right, I'm gonna go get the bag real quick. I got my ring. Let me go win with a different team. I can see that happening, and if he's smart, he probably does that. Yeah, yeah, no, I can see it happening too, and I think he would be a good defending uh, two guard. The only thing is, is you just you give more of a question mark of three point shooting because Demar's never really been that great of a three That's point true. shooter. So that that just I feel kind of becomes your weakness even more. Um, again, but I mean, I'm sure the Lakers would still take it. Um, as far as my thoughts for the guys that they shipped out, the only guy I feel bad for is KCP and it sucks because, and it may be just because of the bubble, not having to play in front of, front of fans. Uh, we saw in the bubble, KCP lit it up, uh, came in clutch a lot of those times on that playoff run. Uh, this year you knew he was, 
in the slumps when LeBron passed him the ball, open wide three, and he pulled a Ben Simmons and said, no, nah, I'm good, and passed it to somebody else. <laughs> and LeBron got on his case of, look, man, I'm passing you the ball to shoot. You're open, so shoot it. So when that happened, you just kind of saw the proof in the, you know, the the writing right there on the wall of, all right, man, this is, this is it. Kyle Kuzma, good riddance. Yeah. I don't know. It sucks, man, because you look at what Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball have come to be, mm-hmm. and teams wanted Kyle Kuzma more than maybe Brandon or Lonzo, whatever the case is. And the fact that Rob Palenka and Jenny Buzz stuck their necks out to keep Kyle. They tried. You can't be upset. They, they tried. Oh, no, yeah. They definitely did. It wasn't like they didn't give him every opportunity. So they definitely did. But I mean, my guys come out here saying, oh, I'm just as good as Jason Tatum. What? Yo, when he said that, I was like, Are you for real right <laughs> now, bro? That's wild. If that was the case, do you think they would have traded you? No, you'd be starting. Like, come on, Kyle. I think Kyle got a little bit too cocky. I think the L.A. life took over. Yeah, because we all know out of all sports, basketball players are the most cockiest people out there. Mm -hmm. I I would agree. That's why I don't like watching the NBA draft. To me, they're all so stuck up. It's not real. It's You saw the guy who got picked by Detroit, the first pick? He's like, which camera do I look at? It's like, like Detroit, on, bro. Like, I'm coming. I'm like, like so many people get drafted <laughs> in NBA, and they're just like, Man, I don't want to play for it. It's like, bro, this is, and this is why I don't really like basketball like that. Like, it just like, nobody's watching the draft this year. They just want to know what picks get traded. Yeah, <laughs> that's really why you're watching it to pay attention, just to you know see what big names get moved and whatnot, but. Yeah, that just irks me. That irks me so bad. I can never watch it anymore uh, because of that reason. But I was happy when Kuzma bounced because I was like, homeboy wasn't doing anything. He was acting. He wasn't. God. Like, in the funny, I saw so many memes. So, like, say Alex Caruso, fast break, would throw a lob off the backboard to LeBron. Kyle Kuzma, oh, I like that. I want to go try it next. (laughs) But then it's like, he's doing no. Wait, let me go behind the back with it. And it's just like bad timing. And it's like, Kyle, bro, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing, man? I mean, hey, you got a ring out of it. But if you are as good as Jason Tatum, man, we're about to see. Yeah. We're about to see. I love the trade, though. I think I think Rob Palinka pulled off an amazing trade. He not only got Westbrook, he got two second round picks also. Yeah, which I mean, hey, may not necessarily mean anything, but you could also leverage those picks and maybe some trades. Oh yeah, uh, you could probably do a sign and trade, like I said, with um, uh, Schroeder. Obviously, he's a free agent this year, but because he was on the team, I don't really know necessarily how that works with signing trades nowadays. But you could also do that. Uh, you know, package some of those to get uh, Gasol gone, and you know, upgrade there. So we'll see. I mean. This is just only the beginning, folks. That is the scary part of the NBA soap opera, like we mentioned last week. It's only going to get spicier from here on out. Um, I will say this, Bradley Bill, I know you're listening. (laughs) You got to leave, bro. Bro, He said he wants to stay. I know you said you want to stay, Bradley. (laughs) I know you said you want to stay. Why? I don't know. 
I don't, I just absolutely don't know why. You got to go. Washington is literally the Cleveland Browns of the NBA back in the days before these last couple years where players just, they got sent there for their careers to die. Mm -hmm. Get out, man, please. You and Dame, go find a team and team up together. Something just... Dame and come to New York. Dame and Beal, just come to New York, okay? That'd be something. No, I would. It would be a great pairing. Honestly, I feel a match made in heaven, but Bradley, I don't know what you're talking about. I wanted to stay, man. It's... Didn't y'all just fire y'all head coach for like the 40th time again, bro? Yeah. It's Why? Yo, Bradley Beal doesn't know what he wants. Right before, like uh, two weeks ago, he was like, I might request a trade, you know, right yeah, when the like, draft what? starts. And then Westbrook got traded. All right, I'm going to stay. What? Yeah, like you get help <laughs> and then you want to leave. You don't want to. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, any initial thoughts or last thoughts on this uh, Westbrook trade, gentlemen? Uh, I don't know. No, yep. No, I think. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, but now we will move on to our last segment, our favorite, your favorite, the hype. Unfortunately, I did not get a chance to ask you the regulars what you were hyped for, so you can go ahead and spam the comments. Matt, you suck. How could you? We were banking on it. I know. I let you down. I really did. Um, but hype section, uh, guests go first. Blake, just let the people know, man, something that you're hyped for coming up in the next couple of days, next couple of months. It could literally be anything. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, we got the Olympics going on, stuff like that. You know, um, I'm always watching track and field for Olympics. I want to see how we do. Um, we got that, was that, that Trayvon Bromel. He's uh, doing the 100-meter dash, so I think he'll be good. Um, stuff like that, you know. Uh, hopefully, USA pulls it out with a gold. Wasn't looking too hot earlier, so we'll see. But mm-hmm. other than that, Colts going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. Bro. Thank on that. This is the difference between me and Blake. I feel like I'm more the realist than <laughs> – Blake's on like this high horse of oh yeah we're about to win on it nah. well undefeated oh okay okay All okay right. uh Jake okay. uh what is something that you are hyped for man so I think me and Matt are gonna say the same thing because oh, you we're already both, know it we're both participating on Saturday uh, not a lot of people know about the sport but uh we got our own little oh. disc golf tournament happening saturday with uh it's an annual tournament with us and our little group we got and uh i'm excited for that matt's been talking a lot of <clears throat> lately right. so uh yeah uh my man thinks he's the next comp the the, the mj version of the disc golf oh, okay. guy I don't know all right this man talking guy. all reckless so i'm waiting for that on saturday look if you know me you know that i'm going to talk my trash and yep. you know the saying Talk your trash if you can back it up. Now, if I can't back it up, I will not talk again. Oh, if he can't back it up, just wait till next week's episode. I'm but, bringing out the scorecard. But I will because I've already won two of these before. So, um, yeah, that's something I'm hyped for. Uh, playing some disc golf uh, with the gang. 
um, some doubles alternate uh, tournament we got going on. Um, should be extremely fun. Can't wait. Um, teammate, uh, Fez, if you're listening, it's going to be easy, Doug, man. I don't know what this guy Jake talking about. <laughs> I, I hope Fez got some, you know, Tylenol for them back pains because he's going to nah, be carrying the heck out of that team. Nah, definitely not. I mean, wait a minute. Didn't we already beat you before? UK, that was Axel. We man. did. It's <laughs> Axel, bro. Okay, so but better. Hold up, hold up. Because he don't listen to this podcast, so I can say he what doesn't. I want. <laughs> All right. We were playing best shots. And the fact that we took my shots on about like three or four holes tells you how off he was. <laughs> hey, but that's, that's what <laughs> that's we all want, I though. Gotta say. That's what we like, though. Oh, no. But my partner for Saturday ain't that. So he's not. And my man been acing every time he goes to play lately. Yeah, I need some of that uh, the ace juice from you, Mike. Um, but that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we want to thank our guest, Blake, uh, so much for coming on the show to talk football with us, break down the Colts, uh, talk some basketball with us. Um, definitely have been planning to to have him on. Uh, so, again, it was only right to uh, give up, you know, me breaking down the Colts to let him come on and do so. Um, thank you. We definitely want to continue to do stuff like this. Again, you know, have guys who we would normally have these conversations with podcasts or not to, to continue to come on and talk sports with us. We feel it's only right. Um, we can't thank you guys, the regulars, uh, so much um, for, you know, coming on and listening to us uh, each and every week. Um, something that I will, I, I want to request from you guys, um, because we're constantly looking at the numbers, you know, people who listen, you know, like our page, whatever the case is. So for, for, and it's mainly for those of you who are listening on YouTube, for those of you who listen on YouTube, I just ask one thing, just hit the like button. Yes, yeah. That's all. Just hit the like button. So many times we have way more views than likes. Um, and, but we know, you know, a lot of you guys will text us privately and say, oh, man, the show was great. Blah, blah, blah. Just hit the like button. That's all. You know, while you're listening, no. uh, hit the like button. Uh, again, you can find us on uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever uh, you're listening to your podcast. If you're a big fan of the YouTube because you get to see us in our, um, I guess, live reactions. Uh, that's also cool, too. So. Uh, but we thank you guys again so much uh, for your love and support. Um, again, thank you, Blake, for coming on the show with us. Uh, Jake, hit us with uh, some closing words and the outro. Um, yeah, like Matt said, just you guys are always killing it with the support. We love it. Um, but we are noticing that we're getting tons of views. Like it's either on on YouTube or especially on Instagram. We'll see that we've reached hundreds and hundreds of accounts but we don't see that follow count go up. So just hit the follow. You guys are looking, so just hit the follow. Don't be creeping without following. Yeah, just follow, hit that like. It ain't going to hurt you. Um, and there, the more the more followers we get, we might have some giveaways because of it. So keep, keep an eye out for that. We're trying to do stuff. Um, but, again, we love the support, guys. Keep killing it. Keep giving us that feedback. And, Blake, love having you on here. It was great. It was fun. Hope we get you again. Oh, yeah, um, and after that, love y'all. Peace. Regular Guys Podcast.